0: Lifelong health seeker, and I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 74 of Confidence from Within podcast, and as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And as this is the very first episode in 2022. I would love to wish you all a wonderful, wonderful new years. And I'm excited to start the year talking to you about Julia's story. And when we'll get into details in just a minute, but as a performing artist and dancer, someone that is, you know, on front and center on the stage, her take on confidence was really special but also we talked about her journey through pain and a debilitating diagnosis that she received and all the wonderful things that she've done to really overcome in a natural way. So her story is so powerful and I am just so pleased to opening the year with it for you. We also talk about mindful movement, which is something that Chanel teaches and it is something I've experienced myself as well with, you know, and I loved it with great success. And I would love for you to, if you're new to it, to learn more about it as potentially something very special that it can bring into your life in 2022. Now, just before we jump right in, I'm going to introduce you to her in just a second. I just wanted to, you know, quickly ask you if you love the show please leave us a review at naturallyjoyous.ca slash review. We made it super simple for you to do so, and we would love to hear from you. This is one of the best ways that you can help support our show so we can keep bringing you new episodes each and every Friday. So thank you so much in advance. We really appreciate you. Now, let me get back to it, and I would love to properly and formally introduce you to Julia. Julia is a professional film, TV, theater actor, singer, dancer, and body mindful movement coach and certified yoga teacher with over 20 years of experience as a practitioner and guide. She completed her yoga training, teacher trainer in 2015 at the highly regarded Esther Mayer's Yoga Studio in Toronto, where she currently teaches a variety of classes and workshops. She has performed alongside some of North Americans' finest, both on stage and on the big screen, which will include Hilary Schwank, John Travolta, Louise Petre, Sean Cullen, Michael Theriault to name a few. In the middle of Julia's career as a professional dancer and music theater performer, she uh, suffered two devastating events, a rare knee injury and a diagnosis of ankylosing spondylitis. Both impacted her basic functionality of movement and almost ended her career as a dancer. Determined to keep going and not allowing pain to inhibit her joy of being a physically active person, she shifted her approach to movement and yoga to offer her more sustainability, functionality, mobility, and longevity. Her approach is unique in nature. It's meditation in motion, a deep nervous system massage, slow, gentle, and mindful, and invites those who practice to develop more of a practice of patience. Discovering this profound ability to heal through somatic integration, visualization, breath, and embodied mindful movement is exactly what inspired Julia's passion for helping others unravel their tension and pain to live and move with ease. She offers online and private group mindful event sessions and complimentary yoga practices via her YouTube channel, Live With Ease. Ease, which is a wonderful creative outlet for her. It's her way to giving back and being of service to others, especially these unprecedented times. Without any further ado, here is Julia. Hi, Julia, and welcome to our show today. I'm so excited to have you on. Hi, Julianne. It's so great to be here. Such an honor the first time we connected we had such a wonderful conversation and some of the things you share with me were like really meaningful and really important and i know with certainty that your story is going to inspire so many women and i'm really excited to dig in and talk about it but just before we do that my first question that i love to hear everyone's perspective on is for you what does confidence mean so confidence um, to
1: me is so internal it's so internal um, and this is something i mean I think intuitively I've always known that, but recently, especially after the last um two years we've all had, and you know, I think through this time, I think a lot of us have gone through countless or numerous of other you know challenges and adversities and The few that I've gone through have really, really highlighted the confidence, the internal confidence. And I love that the podcast confidence from within, like, I love that because that Mm -hmm. truly it's a belief in yourself. It's 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 to truly believe and um, it's bravery and courage and that continued or that exploration of self-love and what that is, because I think you know yes there's a lot of the external self love things we can do you know get a massage this and that but i think yeah. um the messaging and the stories we tell ourselves um ourselves rather um is hugely what i believe impacts confidence and 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 what the confidence is so i love just just i feel like the title of this podcast just kind <laughs> of you know nails it on the head like that's it or just like it's it's the exact um description of what confidence is to me it's from within and it's that that strong belief system in yourself so that when you know your outer world is disturbed or the external feels so uh disruptive it can definitely shake up um your inner environment and you know, if we have that practice of true self-love and constantly telling ourselves stories of love for ourselves, it builds that confidence so that we don't get as disturbed and mucky. I mean, we still go through the muck, but it's how we do it. Um, And believing that we can get through it. And, and on the other end, you know, there's, that's the bravery, that's the courage. And then on the other end is just this beautiful heart opening, um, presence you know and that's the other thing uh, confidence
0: is presence i believe you know it's yeah yeah i love it the one thing you mentioned a couple of times that i want to just highlight like you mentioned the heart right and even the word courage which i also associated confidence the origin of the word courage has to do with core which is your heart right so it's this beautiful um I don't know. Like it's going from our heads, which I think is how most of our lives, right? We run things. And then when we actually sink in, which sounds Mm. abstract, but sink into the heart. And then we actually realize our beauty and potential and perfection. That's always available, right? As you tap into it, man, like that is like this beautiful, I don't know, like congruency right between the inside and you know what the outside sees and receives from us. so I really love your perspective like you're so profound and beautiful oh thank
1: you <laughs> well it's kind of like that you know the body mind connection and um but like the heart mind you know it's yes yeah. there, you know, there's the body and I I'm so I'm so big on the body <laughs> giving us the answer yes. <laughs> <laughs> so big on that um <laughs> But yeah, and the heart, like it's all part of the body. But but that heart mind connection, you know, is so yeah, um, so so powerful, and um, they they impact each other. Yeah,
0: you know,
1: when our heart feels <laughs> maybe cracked open more than we want it to be, <laughs> it can impact the stories we tell ourselves or the mind, and yeah. then vice versa. You know, when our mind is so busy and there's chaos. Um, it can kind of send that feedback loop to the heart, and it's just like this. Mm-hmm. So,
0: it's it, I, I believe it's yeah, so important. Yeah, yeah. and something People else you said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> something else no, I wanted to highlight that you said it's <laughs> really important. I think we have a little bit of a leg on
1: Zoom. <laughs> um, oh, <Whoa>, technology!
0: <laughs> yes, um, is what he talked about: self-love and mm-hmm. really you know, a lot of times, not so much self-love, sorry, self-care, that a lot of times what well, we hear about it is external, right? It's the massage, is the pampering, is the hot bath, which is still wonderful. Oh, I love so all well. of the above, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But you mentioned the inner self-love, right? The inner self-work. And I think that is really important to highlight the difference because I think taking care of ourselves in terms of our thoughts and our beliefs, and just really that connection, like you just highlighted of the the mind and the body in the mind and the heart, the mind and the body, maybe a bit more external, but the mind and the heart a little bit more internal is Mm -hmm. incredibly important, right? And I think women now are starting to crave that and want that and feel ready for that. Like I know myself that has been a big change in my journey, my awareness. I was like, okay, I've done a lot of external work. Now it's time to go deeper. And that has really inspired what I did today, you know, in my work. And and I know for you, you also had a, I would say a big, you know, change in your life. And, you know, for those those of you that are new to you being a performing artist and a dancer, right? You had, and I'll let you tell us a story, but you had a pretty you know, shit, big shift, right? When you got your diagnosis. So tell us about it, you know, when you got it, what it was, and how did that crack you open? Like, how did that shift your path in life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well,
1: I remember I was doing a contract. Well, I don't even know now how long, 15 ago or it doesn't matter a long time ago yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the middle of a contract and I started experiencing some very unusual to me I mean I'm sure a lot of people can re- relate when I speak about the pain but um, just this really unusual piercing pain in my low back and my glutes and my hips that would you know shoot down my leg and create a little bit of numbness and tingling and and you know, at first, when I went to go check it out, um, you know, the doctors were mentioning it was probably sciatica and, you know, taking certain types of anti-inflammatories or um, to, just to suppress the pain. And, but it just kept coming back. And like I said, I was in the middle of a contract. So, you know, every time I went to go dance, I just it was so debilitating. I could barely, I had to kick my leg a lot. And the times where I was like, I can't even lift my leg. I can't even like walk to the washroom. I can't, you know, it was just so bad or turning over in my sleep. And then I think because not that I ignored it, I still did my, my practice, my yoga practice and all those things and uh, took care of myself the best I knew how at that time. And then it led to this really obscure knee injury um, where we shifted. I was on that same contract, but then we went to a different theater and on opening night, my knee just did this weird thing and it wasn't necessarily painful. It was just locking. Like there was this weird uncomfortability. And and so then um, I had to go and get knee surgery. And so Wow. I won't go into detail. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could, it was basically, I broke my femur in my knee joint. So the end of the femur and, and so I had to get that done right away. And, uh, at first the doctors thought it would be this big, huge, elaborate surgery. Turns out very lucky. Didn't have to go through all of that. It was, um, more of an arthroscopic thing, which is great. But then once I healed from the knee surgery and had to relearn to walk, Mm-hmm. um this pain came back and and so again you know going through contracts just experiencing this debilitating pain and i i enjoy hiking and i'm very active and so when that got in the way oh, <laughs> i yes. was very frustrated mm-hmm. i'm sure anyone listening who who you know may be going through a similar thing or has gone through where you know, you're so active and all of a sudden you develop this like chronic pain and, and you don't really know why. And, and, um, so I was later diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis, which is an inflammatory disease of the spine. And yeah. And it was terrifying because one of the things is the, the vertebrae fuse. And so that was as a dancer, very scary to me. Mm -hmm. And so you know, I would never tell anyone. Don't listen to the doctors or take the, you know, whatever advice they offer. But I do advise being an advocate for yourself. So what I did is looked into what it was a little more in depth. Um, I changed my diet. I looked at, um, you know, what foods caused inflammation and tried to cut those out. I changed my approach to movement, which was huge, um, and also not just going to big movements per se, but really tapping into the nervous system. And I think we've talked about that too, about how dealing with the nervous system when we're going through something physically painful and it's almost unexplainable, you know, or like, how did it even happen? And, and um, I just, it's, it's, it comes down to that level of stress and those stories we tell ourselves. <laughs> yes, because of what in my in my process of this healing and um, changing my approach to movement and going, I need to calm my nervous system before I can even do anything else mm-hmm. is in that sitting in silence and reflecting. I was like, whoa. I mean, I thought I was a confident person. Yes, right. But yes. then when I looked deeper inside, I was like, okay, you are not telling yourself these good, good, loving stories. So, yeah. you know, and um, how, how do you expect, I don't know. It's you just, you go so far in these things that are certain behaviors or things we tell ourselves and things we do can take us so far and then we can hit a wall and it's, we're forced to, to look at our, ourselves and and um forced to change something huge huge
0: absolutely what i love about your story julie is that you know as you are going through it and having a career established right in which you definitely require your body to move that's Uh not a question and having something so big thrown at you that can be scary right like and i know you know, maybe it's not a yes, it's a different diagnosis that our listeners have, but something that really shakes your core. But one of the things, the whole pain to purpose concept that I I always get fascinated by those stories, like it just really, I find them really special and beautiful is to see what have people done with the hardship and what have you you know, you and others like transformed it into. And that I find is so fascinating. Your story on that is beautiful. And you talk about two things on a child. The first one, the nervous system, right? And a lot of our listeners are what I call the super women. Yeah. <laughs> and our nervous systems are pushed and taxed and, you know, wow. stretched the max, right? So that is one thing I want to come back to in a second. And then the other When you talk about movement and, you know, having that moment to reflect and stuff, you know, I look at myself same, like before very go, go, go busy hours, very externally driven, confident (laughs) from the, that standpoint, but it wasn't until I had major shifts to my life and quotations, my world crumbled and it had to be rebuilt that I discovered that without the silence and the reflection and the mindset and that stuff. I just didn't know how to go about my day anymore. Like it became not something I tried to do; it became part of how I live life, right? Yeah. Which is so cool. So let's go to the nervous system first, and then I want to come back to this. But I just say it out loud. Hopefully, I will remember
1: <laughs> to come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to nervous system first. Yeah. So for like from your experience how are you able to start sort of calming down your nervous system in such a profound way that actually propelled you in your healing journey? Like what were your strategies or perspectives? Like tell us a little bit about it.
1: Sure. Yeah. I think, um, for me, it's, it's getting grounded and the easiest way to get grounded is get on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it's not, it's, not, it's you know, these things are so readily available to us, things that we can utilize to, to ground us and to calm the nervous system. And so, uh, those things that, uh, those, those concrete things we have, like I said, the ground, it's always there to support us. And if we think of it as support, uh, it's, it's huge. And then we have, we have gravity, the force of gravity, which can help us um, deep in our grounding and get us more connected to the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, there's our breath. That's our yes. life, our life force. Right. And, and so when we can get grounded, we can actually get more in tune with our breathing and even allow for the breathing to, to change and slow down. Because I think, um, Like it's something you mentioned, like super women, we just go, go, go. And we we're like,
0: yeah,
1: everything lives so high up in the body and it's so tight. And so when we can just exhale and let ourselves literally melt into the earth, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like lie on the ground and just let gravity act on our system, on our body, on on our physical body and just let it melt. Um, Such a gift. And so, it. yeah, so uh, ground, gravity, breath, and our bones are heavy, heavy bones and and connecting, utilizing all those things together. Uh, that's what I've done for years. That's what I continue to do. Um, it's the first thing I do when I feel stress or anxious. I'm like, okay, get on the ground. You know, sometimes I roll out of, mat, mm. out of my mat. Sometimes I'm like, no, I'm just going to lie directly on the hard hard ground and exhale, let go. And if we can practice letting go, okay. I just want to say letting go is like the hardest thing.
0: Yes. (laughs) I find
1: that in, you know, in my own practice and and when I guide other people and with clients and um, sometimes I would offer something as simple as um, my hands and say, let the weight of your body just like, let's say the leg. Let the weight of the leg fall into my hands, just let it go and let me do guide the movement. So many times, like I will trick (laughs) people Mm -hmm. and not move, and then I catch them moving. Uh
0: So there's that (laughs) that,
1: that letting go piece. um, And that's where we can tap into the nervous system Mm. because we are so conditioned to engage all the time. Yeah. And so it's like, can I arrive and release the engagement just for a little bit, just for that 20, 30, 60 minutes, however long you have, you know, it's so important because then you can really check in, stop, check in. Okay. You know, what's going on. And then sometimes you might just take a breath, ground, take a breath. Do the check in. How is my heart? And you might all of a sudden just burst out into tears, or you might just start laughing. Whatever it is, it's a release. And and I think again, we're so wound up, and because we feel like we have to sort of it's survival, right? We need that part of our system, our nervous system too, to um, keep us safe, but we. We rarely find, um, time to, to massage the that parasympathetic nervous system. So there's that too, the sympathetic fight or flight, yeah, which I feel we, we live in probably 24 <laughs> seven. Yep. <laughs> and then there's the parasympathetic, which is that relaxation response. And yeah, like I said, sometimes we can do that, go get a massage and this and that. And, and, um, those are very useful things. And I, I do them quite, quite often. Um, but I think it's important to, to do the internal part of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I,
0: I love that. And the word that comes to mind, as I'm hearing you say, and I actually never thought about Using the ground in this way, which is so exciting, I'm definitely going to try this. And wow. it's the word surrender, right? That's keep, yes. keeps coming to me, and you know what is said It's so meaningful, and I love. I I make a lot of analogies with the animal kingdom for some reason. Oh, I love that. And if you think of the wild, right? And there's this little yeah. gazelle that needs to put it in first gear to say escape this lion that's ch- or lioness that's chasing it. At that moment in time, having you know the sympathetic nervous system at full seam is really important, like you said, survival, right? But they, in this case, gazelles, (laughs) have the ability to turn it off and go back to grazing moments later, right? Mm -hmm. We humans forgot about the turning it off. And some of us don't even know how to turn it off anymore, right? So I feel that this tip you gave, it's like you said, so simple. Sometimes I wish it's more complicated so people listen to us. <laughs> I know. But it doesn't have to be. And it's so simple, but it'll be so powerful because oh. it will be this intentional disconnecting, right? And then they can mm-hmm. maybe start baby steps and then go into it and observe the emotions that come out. And wow, I think it's beautiful. And using gravity, I find that fascinating. I never thought about that, right? But we were squished by it, like, you know, all day long. Yeah. And now we can use it in a different way, which I think is brilliant. Hey there, are you a woman over 40 who wants to release excess weight, but keep self-sabotaging your progress? If you were tired of all the, all you need is more willpower advice, then I created just a free training for you. Set aside 60 minutes today, and I promise you, it will be worth your time. I will go over the three main mindset shifts you need to make if you want to release weight for good, which does not rely on willpower. I will review to you why the strategies that worked in your 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore, and I will also show you which hormones play a big role and to release once we turn 40 and beyond. This is a value packed masterclass, and it is for you if you want to discover my step-by-step system to help you regain your energy, get rid of cravings, and get back into alignment with your body. And of course, drop some pounds too. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training to watch this on-demand masterclass or just send me a DM on Instagram for the link at naturally.joyous. So again, it is naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training.
1: Yeah, exactly. The gravity, sometimes we look at, oh, it pulls us down. It's so heavy. But if it's like anything it, it, surrender, right? If we think of surrendering to anything, um, we allow for space or we open ourselves for space and receiving and and you know, there's sort of this working in tandem rather than uh, chasing and grasping and and pushing and yeah, making things so effortful, so. Yeah. It's, it's so funny how simple it is. Like it, it, it really is that simple. Um, And like you said, with the gazelle, you know, yeah, they know exactly. They're like, okay, I'm safe. They can kind of clock. I'm safe. Now I can turn that off. And so the sympathetic system is, is we need it, but it's there for those in, for those instances to kick in in an emergency case or when we need to we feel like we need to survive right um and the parasympathetic is you know our life that's that's where I believe we need to kind of play in a little more and massage a little more um so that when we need that sympathetic we can we can act on like uh it's more of an intuitive it kicks in intuitively and we don't have to think but because we're on overdrive, mm-hmm. when we get into another stressful, scary situation, survival mode, well, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't, you know, and it's, it, yeah. it, that's where it can shake you so to the core that you, you, you can't even, you, you have like, there's the intuition piece is, has been robbed because it's constantly working. So it doesn't know where to go. <laughs>
0: Yes, absolutely. Because I think even yeah. listening to the intuition, we need to make space and room, right, for it to come true. Mm. And a lot of times when we are in the hyper alert, even the parts of the brain are more primitive, right, that we use. And those parts of the brain, like the amygdala, for example, they have no foresight, they're rigid, right? They can't plan and, and look at things. They're just like, respond, and respond, which yeah. is part of the survival mechanism again. And I feel a lot of times to live an inspired life, which was the second part that I wanted to come back to. So this is a perfect segue. Mm-hmm. I think being in that, you know, non stressful, more the parasympathetic state is almost a requirement so that we can actually listen to our intuition, get inspired guidance and inspired mm-hmm. actions and things like that. Right. And I want you to tell the story about your healing journey. I know you say that you've been pain-free about eight years now, which is incredible, right? And I really want to touch on that because a lot of times I feel people need to be ready to make a change, right? But when Mm -hmm. it comes from inside of us, we are unstoppable, right? So sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just like hitting that switch. So tell us your, you know, from, you know, the diagnosis and, you know, dealing with the pain, to your healing, all the way to being pain free today. Like, what did you do? What happened there?
1: Yeah, I I developed a very. I mean, you mentioned it earlier too. It be, it becomes a lifestyle. It's not something you have to do. It's just something that's becomes part of part of part of you, part of yeah. your life. And so, I devoted every day to. To getting on the ground the first thing I do when I woke up I maybe I would journal maybe I would meditate but the first thing I did was some kind of tune in um, and for those first few months when I was in so much pain um I would get get on the mat and again going back to the storytelling our, our inner dialogue or inner stories that was a big thing. I had to shift. Once I knew when I, when I looked into what it was in more depth, I was like, okay, this isn't life threatening. If it's pain that I have to deal with and manage, I can handle that. Mm. I can handle that. And so in my head, that's where I went to, to the nervous system. like, let's just get the nervous system chill out. So again, I would get on my mat and tell myself a new story and, and, tell my pain that we're safe. They're safe. There's nothing I could possibly do right now lying on the ground. That would be unsafe. Um, and trusting again, that support, um, and trusting that all the tools were within me and the breath. And so I would tune into that so heavily. Mm. Um, my practice was huge. So I developed a very, uh, steady, Practice in that and the way I moved from that when when it I was in so much pain I could barely move, I just lie like would just lie there and breathe. And then eventually I would just start to move gently. And my body naturally told me what it needed. So intellectually, I wasn't like, do this, do that, do this. Yes, and
0: then, I love I, it. Yeah. And that's
1: <laughs> and that's the shift in the yoga piece too, that it's, it's um, allowing you to explore your body's unique language rather than going, Oh, this is a pose that I see, and it's supposed to be good. And I need to try to get my body and contort my body to do that. Because then I'm a good yogi. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And so yeah, there's no, there's no good, there's no bad Yogi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's yes. just listening and allowing your body just to speak to you and move in the way it needs to in that moment. In that present moment. And there's the confidence, there's the presence, and that's yeah. and that's what it was, that's what it was about too. And uh what I love doing in my work is building the confidence in myself and for others to trust that they don't need to fear pain um, and trust that they can do the things that they want to do and their body can move in ways they maybe fear um, or move in ways more ways than they would um, even imagine because the fear can tell us stories. I can't do that. If I do that, if I do that, that's going to hurt and this and that. And you just develop that cycle, that, that, that loop in your mind. And then you just constantly get more locked up. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: that was the practice that I took us just trusting, having patience. And when I was ready to move, I moved in the way that my body wanted to. And, um, yeah. And now I move honestly, I think I move in such a different way than I did when I was in my 20s dancing in a more fluid way. Yeah. Easily. I feel so in my body more than yeah. I ever yeah. felt. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, and then diet was a big, and you you know this, right? The nutrition <laughs> yes. piece it's, that was a big, big shift for me as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went vegan mm-hmm. and, um, and cut out a lot of sugars and um, things that caused inflammation. Mind you, don't get me wrong—I do eat my sweets. I love my sweets, <laughs> but in the time where I, when I was healing, I—I I cut out a lot of that drinking, all the things all those fun things, you know, yeah. <laughs> things you like you indulge in and it's not to say you'll never be able to do it again.
0: Exactly.
1: But in the process of, of, of clearing and ridding your body of, of that inflammation and those toxic, you know, um, cells or whatnot, it's, uh, you need to, you need to make that shift. And then, yeah. like you said, you, you, you make those choices and sometimes in the beginning, it feels, oh, like redundant or or kind of like, oh, I got to do this again. I got to do this again, you know. But then when you start to feel good. Yeah. Um, and you start to gain that confidence mm-hmm. because you're shifting the way you treat yourself yeah. and speak to yourself, you're like, oh, this is great. I wanted, this is gonna, this is, this is part of who I am now. It's not, it's not a chore or it's not daunting. You
0: know. Mm -hmm. It's like this friendship with our bodies. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times, especially for, you know, say somebody didn't have anything early in their twenties, maybe early thirties, and it's a diagnosis they get later in life, for example, or even for me, that mine was fairly clearly defined in my early twenties, but before then, I could push my body with not many consequences <laughs> and, you know, even through sports because I was always really heavy into sports and really pushing the body quite significantly into my 20s and then 30s and so on. And a lot of times we do because the body's not complaining, right? Back to us. But when it does, that's when we complain about the body. (laughs) And I I think it's just very normal. It happens. But I think it's beautiful that when it talks back and I say health is not the absence of symptoms 100%. Like the symptoms is how your body talks to you. But if you listen and you engage and you become its best friend and you can, okay, if you want to move this way, let's do it. If you are not able to do this way, let's not then you build that friendship so it doesn't have to yell right (laughs) to get us to stop and pay attention so what he described is beautiful and the other thing too that you said julia that i wanted to highlight it was early on like in the process you're saying that you told and pain is also my story i guess Um, but even if it's something else right for someone else then you ask your nervous system is this pain or in search here (laughs) situation life-threatening? It it may not even be physical health. It could be somebody's, I don't know, career or something with their homes or finances, right? Whatever is triggering that, you know, response in them, stress response, asking that simple question, perceived simple question that is this life-threatening? If the answer is no, like what a gift, right? Because you can go, Mm you know, take the suit and then put it back to perspective. It's like, okay, if it's not, we can ground ourselves, calm down and then have a different, you know, vantage point to actually deal with it. And that was something that was told. I was told this maybe six, seven years ago. And when she first said that to me, it hit me so hard. It's like, wow, yeah no it is not life-threatening and it just calmed me down and you just said that again so it's like okay i think i need to highlight this (laughs) because this is important you know so that people can really ask that question and if it is life-threatening which in some cases could be right in some conditions then sure you know go find support and somebody can because the three things you said which is to feel safe to trust and to feel supported Are, I would say, the pillars of unleashing everything we want in life, right? And trust is usually between ourselves and something bigger. Support we can, you know, find either in ourselves or around ourselves and others. And that safety, you know, it is something too that I feel you can talk to yourself and have your body can help build a safe haven for you, right? So I really love that perspective. I think it's like, beautiful and yeah I love it (laughs) you put it in such a beautiful word (laughs) oh
1: yes yeah no the safety piece is huge I think it's huge Is finding you know safety within ourselves and 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 that's too when we can reflect on that um and the answer is no to the life threatening question then I have the opportunity to go oh I can turn off sympathetic I can turn off that fight or flight response and allow the body to go back to that homeostasis you know like that 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 balance and yeah so that I have an opportunity to create or or move forward or um shift or or yeah finding finding something more expansive rather than
0: constricted absolutely no I love it this episode is brought to you by the Wage Release Shift, a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually, more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is wage Release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, each for your needs and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash relief. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. I have one final question for you and and then I would love to hear, you know, where people can find you and that is on the mindful movement piece. Mm -hmm. And I know the word mindfulness now, it is something that's more I would say um, out there, you know, people are talking about it more and I see it from like an eating perspective as well, mindful eating and stuff. So for those that are new to the concept of mindful movement uh, and I had an opportunity to experiment with it before as, you know, somebody has shown it to me. It was such a beautiful experience, but if somebody has no idea or have never tried anything in that realm, tell us what does it mean to you and how does it work?
1: Yeah. So um, the mindful movement to me is so specifically to, my practice and how I work it's yoga influenced but it's um it's somatic and it's somatic being like a felt experience and um explorative and so it's it's getting so in tune with the body that when you um go to move you're listening to, you're asking your body the question, does this, does this feel good for me right now? Today, it might. Tomorrow, it might not. A few days, it might not. And then it might feel good again. So it's, again, the mindful movement piece is being present and moving with such awareness um, that it's, again, that piece where the body's actually guiding you. So you remove, you remove the intellectual piece and feel mm-hmm. your way through, right. through the movement and really feel it. And I don't mean feel it like I'm going in this position. Oh yeah, I feel the stretch, feel the stretch. <laughs> oh, this um, not that kind of, um, feeling it, but the, the felt experience that you you're going back to the heart is your heart feels something yeah. too, you know, and it's, it's again building that confidence and going so if someone tells you do this do that do that you can say actually no that doesn't feel good um, for me and because sometimes you know there are structural elements to to our bodies too that that are limiting so and that could be a bone structure so someone may never be able to do a certain thing because their joints don't allow it Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's being mindful and discovering it's play, it's play and discovery, Mm -hmm. discovering your own mm, body and what feels good for you. Mm -hmm. And then all that stuff, trusting, trusting your body and, and, and um, yeah, just moving more intuitively.
0: Mm -hmm. That is very special. I love all those words you just said. (laughs) I really do. And I feel like I really resonated with it too, because my intellectual mind, my conscious mind is by far, or has been by far the driving force of my focus and attention. Like he runs Mm. the show. And I know so many women do too, especially if we value learning, education, career, all those things, but it is such a small part of our mental potential and capacity, right? And very small part. And one of the analogies I love is that our, you know, conscious mind is like a little soccer ball. And then the subconscious is like the soccer field. And then there's your super conscious mind, which is even, you know, of greater proportion in that sense. And any opportunity, and you're doing that through movement, I do it through my specific type of meditations that we get to, you know, use different aspects of our minds and our bodies and get the intuition back, that inspiration is so important. And I love, love, love that you're using the body and the movement for that purpose, right? Amongst other purposes, but specifically that purpose. And yeah, I think it's incredible. And so tell us for everybody that want to learn more from you and, you know, get in touch with you. I know you have a YouTube channel. So tell us yeah. where can we find you online?
1: Absolutely. Um, so YouTube is one of the platforms and it's Live With Ease. Um, and Instagram is at underscore Live With Ease underscore. Mm-hmm. Facebook is Live With Ease by Julia. And I'm currently working on a website uh, Yay. should be launching at the end of the year or in the early in the new year. Nice. And that will be live with Wonderful. That's and perfect. I, just want, I wanted to add to just, just one more thing. And in, in, yes. in the practice is someone mentioned to me when we were working together, that it's not a workout like a physic it's it's not a workout whatsoever. It's so gentle mm-hmm. and and um uh slow but it's a mental workout in the I sense see. where yeah. it really challenges is challenges your mind to go oh doing less is more yeah you know it's like really totally getting the mind to shut off because the mind wants to be like I don't feel like, I don't feel the stretch or the pull or the this. Anyways, I just wanted to kind of tack that on.
0: Yes. Um, it's almost like if we could put it on the shelf and say, okay, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do <the> thing and <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> reengage. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, but it's it's a true struggle, right? Like, and I, I know I, I experienced that firsthand. It's always trying to be in control and decide and this is the best way, the most effective way, you know, yeah. so absolutely and it's beautiful because it's that shift, right that yeah. I think it's you know part of that huge transformation that we're all in the process of getting but also seeking in a way and yeah you know it's beautiful, wow, Julia, this is amazing. I knew it was gonna be awesome. Thank oh. you so much. yes, <laughs> I was legitimately excited to chat with you again and Thank you so much for your time. And I love the strategies you shared. I'm totally going to try. And I already know where I will lay on the floor here. (laughs) I'm just ready to get outside and
1: and lie on the earth.
0: (laughs) Yes, that would be awesome. (laughs) So good. So good. Yes. So thank you again. And yes, so very excited to have you today.
1: (laughs) Thank you. It's such a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within.